Welcome to Brad Kyle's Brad's Motor Works podcast. We'll be talking about some things about BMW, some things of cars in general, and some things about car repair. I hope you find it educational, enlightening, and I hope it increases your understanding of your car. And maybe along the way we'll have some fun too. Thank you for listening, and here we go. Episode number 205, Thinking Through a Misfire Complaint. Uh, this one's going to be kind of give you a little bit of insight into what a <clears throat> diagnostic technician has to go through, you know, their thought process and, and testing that they do and diagnostics in regards to, uh, you know, taking care of a misfire complaint. Okay, so hopefully by the time we're done with this one, it won't be too long. But like I say, it'll just kind of give you a little bit of insight into what the technicians got to go through and their thought process and so on and so forth. I will be reading this as an article uh, from a trade magazine. This one's called Underhood Service, and this article is authored by Andrew Markell. So he's a very prolific uh, technical writer, been around for quite some time, and I enjoy uh, what he puts out there. So hopefully you'll get something out of it. Uh, a couple quick commercials as usual. Uh, if you want to get a hold of me via email, it's bkpodcast5 at gmail.com. And I'm also under LinkedIn under uh, uh, Brad's Motor Works. Uh, that's my business, my shop. So uh, let's get started on this. So thinking through a misfire complaint. What is a misfire? Is a misfire when the cylinder does not fire? Is it when the cylinder fires too soon or too late? The answer is yes to both questions. Some misfire complaints are a flashing check engine light in a P0300 to P0312 diagnostic trouble code, also known as a DTC, indicates that one or more cylinders are misfiring. This is the easiest misfire to diagnose, but what if there are no codes and a misfire is intermittent? This is where it gets complicated. Occasional misfires may pass unnoticed, but a steady misfire is hard to miss. No, no pun intended there. Uh, the engine usually feels rough, lacks power, and uses more gas than usual. Sometimes a misfire may feel like a vibration. Unfortunately, a misfire also will cause a considerable increase in hydrocarbons, what's also known as HC emissions, which can cause a vehicle to fail an emissions test. The crank sensor is the key component in determining a misfire. The PCM calculates the time between the edges of the crank reluctor wheel teeth by receiving a signal from the CKP sensor. Then the crankshaft rotational velocity and acceleration are compared in the event of a power loss from each cylinder. When a power loss is less or more than the calibrated value, the suspected cylinder is determined to be misfiring by the PCM. The misfire detection is enabled after certain base information is received by the PCM. Typically, the engine coolant temperature, cylinder head temperature, intake air temperature, and if equipped, the air mass flow sensor, or a combination of these, are used to evaluate the condition and the, and the crank and cam positions. The OBD2 system will identify the cylinders that are not contributing their normal dose of power and set a code corresponding to the firing order. It will count the misfires from a cylinder. Once the misfires hit a specific threshold, a misfire code will be set. A P0303 code, for example, would tell you that the number 3 cylinder is misfiring. 
To figure out which cylinder is number 3, refer to a diagram of the engine's firing order or look for markings on the intake manifold, spark plug wires, or ignition coils if the engine has a coil unplug ignition system. The misfire monitor runs only when the conditions are right. For example, if the engine is an open loop operation, it might not run the misfire monitor. Some more sophisticated powertrains might even suspend the misfire monitor if the transmission torque converter is about to lock. Some might turn it off when the AC clutch is engaged. The misfire monitor also looks at the total number of misfires from all the cylinders. If the total number of misfires exceeds a set value, it might take measures to limit damage to the catalytic converter by adjusting timing and altering the fuel trends. Generic, Global, and Enhanced when OBD2 was being standardized, it did two things. First, it allowed automakers to update emissions calibrations in the field. Second, it permitted emissions regulators to test the emissions and confirm that a vehicle is performing as it should. These emissions protocols are called monitors. There are monitors for just about every emission-related sensor or system on the vehicle. Mode 6 is where this information for the monitors resides. Most monitors are pass or fail. Continuous monitors run all the time. Non-continuous monitors test when the conditions are optimal, like when the engine is at specific coolant temperature or the throttle is at a set angle. Some aftermarket scan tools can access Mode 06 with enhanced OBD2 global or generic modes. These modes can take the hexadecimal data from the monitors in mode 06 and translate them into misfire counts and monitor information. What are you looking for? First, a misfire count for a specific cylinder needs to be compared to the other cylinders. If one or more cylinders have a high number of misfire events, that is the cylinder you should investigate. Knowing the specific cylinder, you can focus your tests on the ignition coil, fuel injector, or mechanical components. You can also try other scan tool tests like power balance or the deactivation of an injector and or ignition coil. Worn spark plugs. Every time a spark fires, the spark burns a few molecules off the plug's electrodes. Over time, this cuts, eats away, excuse me, over time, this eats away the electrodes and rounds off their sharp edges. The erosion gradually increases the gap between the electrodes, increasing the firing voltage required to generate a spark. Eventually, the ignition system reaches a point where it fails to produce enough voltage and the plug misfires. Mechanical issues. The components of the valve train can cause misfires. Any issues with the valves not opening at the correct time or with enough lift can cause a misfire. This can be caused by damaged variable valve timing actuators, compressed lifters, or wear on the camshaft lobes. Another issue can be a loss of compression that can cause a misfire. This can be caused by burn valves, worn piston rings, or even a leaking head gasket. Fuel injectors. A condition known as lean misfire can occur with the insufficient fuel in the combustion chamber. Lean misfire causes that effect only on one cylinder includes a dirty fuel injector, an open or shorted fuel injector, or a problem in the fuel injector driver's circuit, wiring or PCM. Another fuel injector issue could be a leaking injector. The leaking fuel into the cylinder could foul the spark plug in the short term. If the leaking injector persists, 
it can wash the oil from the cylinder walls and cause a loss of compression. Vacuum leak. A vacuum leak into the intake port of the cylinder in question can cause a lack of fuel. Vacuum leaks on individual cylinders commonly occur around intake port gaskets or vacuum hose connections. Insufficient valve lash, a broken piston ring, or a leaking cylinder head gasket can cause a partial loss of compression. Depending on where the vacuum leak is on the manifold, it can generate random or specific cylinder misfire codes. Tackling a misfire is not about one part or procedure. When the fuel and air mis mixture ignites in the cylinder, eight or more changing factors have to be met for the combustion event to pass the misfire monitor. Throwing parts at the problem in the hope it will resolve the misfire will typically result in multiple comebacks for the customer. So there is a, you know, definitely a process that a technician should go through and it can obviously vary from car to car depending upon when, you know, what the test, the initial test results show and kind of where you go from there. And this is where, you know, proper knowledge and training for the diagnosed technician comes into play because they hopefully learn through uh, training and experience, you know, what's the next test step or what's the next thing they should do as far as testing to, you know, hopefully come to a definitive uh, conclusion of why is that cylinder or cylinders misfiring. So that's kind of the process. I hope you got something out of it. It's obviously kind of a quickie. It's, it's a lot more involved than that as far as actually doing the work, but that gives you a basic idea of what a technician's going through when they're doing misfire diagnostics. So hope you got something out of it. I uh, appreciate you listening. And um, again, if you want to get a hold of me via email, it's bkpodcast5 at gmail.com. And again, I'm also under LinkedIn or on LinkedIn under uh, Brad's Motor Works. So hope you have a fantastic day and a great tomorrow. And thank you again for listening. Thank you for listening to this episode. It's been an honor and a privilege to spend time with you. I hope you found this of value. Please share it with family and friends. Above all else, with all you're getting, get understanding. May God bless you and keep you. And thank you again.